Hey, hey, hey. Said it's the Porch Podcast. Uh huh. It's the Porch Podcast. Yes, sir. We was in unison right there. I just realized that's something I did. I did on the last one. It's all right. I just realized now. He might have messed it up some. Might have messed something up, but it's not bad. Well, yeah. I'm quite sure that first. Uh, oh shit! I messed it up now. It's your boy, Mister Mister Influential. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I messed up right there, and I'm rocking with my brother, P. Original. Yo, I ever noticed? Do you ever notice how I sound like a '70s pimp? My brother. I told you I said that about you before, and you was like, "Nah, I don't be." You know, like yeah, I'm telling. Now you can hear it. Yeah. It only took, as we forgot to announce and, and talk about in the last episode, it only took ten episodes. Yeah. For, for you to understand it. Actually, you know, 11, because we're on our 11. We're on 11 now. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm just noticing it now, though. Right. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Boogie Nights style. Yeah. You, did you like Boogie Nights? I love that movie, man. Uh, Yeah. I mean, whether I liked it or not, it was, you know, obviously a, a fan favorite. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people enjoyed it. Yeah. Some people start walking around and calling themselves a young Dirk Diggler. Wow. You know what yeah, I mean? Those so, are big shoes to fill. Yeah. Anyway, as you can see in the title of the episode here, if you can see it and if you can't because you're listening to it, we're going to be talking about it today. Competitive Spark. Competitive Spark. Yeah. Competitive Spark. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. What exactly do you mean? I mean, the competitive spark. Like, it's a difference between, you know, people going to feel different. Sometimes, you know, corrective criticism. Or, you know, they may think that you hating, or they may think that you don't want, you don't believe, but sometimes that competitive spark in you is necessary, you know, to, 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 to get the next, you know, the next move. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to feel like the person doubts you. Honestly, you know what I mean? Because of the fact that, you know, we all come from a show me state. Right. Right? We all come from, like I was telling you earlier, even we was talking, like you say, all, it's all the time, offline or off air. Yeah. You know? We were talking before. I said people always respect, you know, results. Right. I, they always respect results. Let right. me tell you, man. It doesn't matter who you are. I always try to pride myself on being this type of person. Do exactly what you say you're going to do. Right. Good, bad, or indifferent. Do exactly what you say. Do you're what you do. say and mean what you do. Right. You yeah. know what I mean. So like, mean what you say and do what you say you're going to do. Right. Did I say it the right? I might have messed up the first I, time. I don't know what you. <laughs> Like you be your, your heart to bless his heart, bless his heart. No, hey, yo. you know what somebody told me to watch the show. They say what? they say yo, e, you be saying some real stuff, but then your brother be dropping, and then you just busting with some stupid, and he be like, he he he, let him do it, man. He got to get it out of system, man. Like this, this, hey man, as everybody know, man, I was the class clown. Right. I'm still that silly guy because me laughing gives me. Good energy, like episode 10. That's right. All That's right. right. Good cheek. But competitive spark. Competitive yes, spark. Yeah. You, know I mean? you got to say spark like like that to make it strong. Competitive spark. Yeah. What, what exactly do you mean by spark. it? Spark. Well, the competitive spark is that thing inside of you that makes you feel like you have to show a person. Right? So, as if your word wasn't enough. I know we had, you know, we've had conversations before. Like, for instance, if you don't have a history of something, right? Right. And a person turns around and doubts you. Right. You know, the competitive spark that's inside of you clicks on. Like, I got to show that person. 
Right. Even though there's never been any indication that you couldn't do what you said you was going to do. Show and prove. Right. So you feel like you're being challenged, which right. challenge brings competition. Mm-hmm. Hence, competitive spark. It sparks that competition inside of you. Right. So now, all of a sudden, you like full, full, full set. Like, I'm going to show them. Right. That's where the con- that's where the, the whole saying came I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. Right. Like, a lot of times, I tell jokers all the time, you know, you leave, you leave room for a person to control your emotions and your feelings uh-huh. when you don't take that situation as a challenge and totally just diminish anything that they're trying to challenge you on. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? So, right. like, like you got people that they so good at they, they joke. A joker can convince you. Right. Even though you know all the steps, all the moves, everything that you want to do, right? Right. You got certain people that can turn around and say enough negative things that they convince you right. that it can't be done. Not at all. And and extinguish your competitive spark. Right. So that's a competitive spark, just to answer your question, bro, in terms of what that is. A competitive spark is that thing inside of you that turns around and says, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. And that's something that I've been living by for a lot of time, a lot of things in my life. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you you just don't want to be doubted. Right. You just don't want to be doubted. Right. And I but I could tell you what motivated me in my competitive sport. It wasn't so much more of um somebody doubting me. Mm-hmm. It was more so about all right, first of all, every day when I'm going, I, I don't want to ever be the weak link in anything. I don't want to be known as the weakest guy to do that. Right. Right. Absolutely. But besides that, what motivated me was being let down sometimes, the expectations. I used to hold people. I used to have expectations for certain people. Okay. And you ever have expectations for a person to do a certain thing or people to do a certain thing? And then after it doesn't happen, you ask yourself, why did I even think that they was going to do it? They, they're not known for doing it. Right. Yeah. But why did I believe that that was going to happen? Yeah. And then there's be times when people that's known for doing it, and then they let you down. So I stop. I don't have expectations of, for anybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I explain that for, to people, they get upset with me. Right, take it personal. Yeah, like. Like you doubt them. No, not necessarily doubt them. They just like, how do you not have expectations? Because you you oh, okay. you kind of separate the room for letdown. Right. I, not necessarily, again, I don't have a plan B. Right. But I always have a risk management plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Expecta- expectations build for us to count on people for certain things all the time. Right. So it's, it's like, okay, say you, say you go, I'm going to use food. Mm-hmm. Listen, when I want some good pizza, I'm going to Romero's. I don't even know if that exists. Right. I'm quite sure it does. Right? And you go to Romero's. Right. Every time you go, Romero's always take care of me. Pizza good. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You go to Romero's one night, pizza ain't the same. Mm. We say, man, I was expecting something better, man. Romero's falling off. Mm. Right? Right. Then you go back again. Okay. Romero's is what it usually be. That's right. It's good. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was having a bad day. Mm. Then you go another time. Fell off again. Fell off again, right. Right? Okay. And you say, 
Man, they two hit a miss, man. They ain't what I be expecting, man. Mm-hmm. They done, they letting me down. Romero's, man. They they held me down for years. They let me down. You know, you know, like 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 off for some months. They let me down, goose. Like they, they it's just not. That's <laughs> right, how you right. do it, right? Right. But it's because we had them at such high expectation. Mm-hmm. They give us the room. Now they proved that. Mm-hmm. They sh- competitive sport. They showed and proved usually that it, that's what we known for. Right. But because so many things can happen right. in life, right. it alters it. Yeah. See, the reason why Romero's was always good, mm-hmm. they used to have John the cook. John was working there six days out the week. Right. John is now helping Romero open up a new piece of shop. Right. Right. Up North Jersey. Right. Where I got to compete at now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he's working three days a week up North Jersey. Right. And still do a day or two down the South Jersey. That's right. Right. But Bill's pizza doesn't taste like John's. That's right. So Romero's, you you have such high expectations. They let you down because Bill just can't quite get that extra twist that like John do. Right. Now, as opposed to it being an analogy, for an example, Bill may know that. Right. Bill may turn around and say, John, listen, they order all the same material. Right, all the same uh, 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 ingredients. Mm-hmm. So if we got the same oven, right, the same ingredients, right, same restaurant, all that stuff is the same. Right, then what's different? Right, well, it's Bill. Right. See, the first brother, I forget his name. What you say his name? John. John. Yeah. John got that competitive nature, that competitive spark in him, right? Yeah, like, That's like, listen. Every time I make a pizza, it's got to be gonna, good. It's gonna be better than the last one I right, make. Right. Yeah. So I can make sure I get more customers in here. Right. And guess what the owner turned around to do if it ain't John? They said, right. we got to send John up top to that other spot. Right. Because we done turned around and John got that competitive spark. Yeah, because we because we already got right. the people here. Did we got them we here. We need to reel them in there. We need John up there because yeah. they got pizza up there. Yeah. But we need that heavy hitter, that yeah. one that got that spark. That's right. like, listen, yeah. they pizza not better than mine. Competitive spark. Okay, that's what that competitive spark. Right. right. Sometimes it's in you. And it's things that's going on around you right. that even though it's the same for everybody, right. you got to identify with it inside of you. Right. And then use that situation to spark everything else that you're going to do. Right. So that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, like, even when you turn around, bro, even as kids, you can have five or six kids. I, no smoke. You right. can turn around and look at them. They're all competing for mommy and daddy's attention. Exactly. They learn at a very young age. Right. You know what I mean? I'm the favorite. We seen that when we was laughing at CNN that night. Yeah. When the, when the Cuomo brothers was doing what they was doing. Call mom. Call I mom. Did call mom. I did call mom. You know I'm her favorite. No, yeah, you're no, not. You no, know you're not. She didn't say that. She, she did say, say she that. Did no, say she didn't. Yeah. And these and they somebody said they know that the sister's really the favorite. Right. Like See that. how that is. Yeah. But that competitive spark that's yeah. inside of them. Yeah. I'm on an, I'm on CNN. Yeah. I'm on. But think about it. That competitive spark put him where he's on CNN. Right. He's the governor. That's that, you see what I'm saying? Yes, that so I'm saying. It's, it's, it's the importance of understanding and identifying that spark. That spark. And now, that's just you know like, you know, shout out to my quarterback, Tom Brady. You know what I mean? I've been a Bucks fan since 99. I want to make that clear to everybody. You know what I mean? I, I kept thinking it was 2001, then it dawned on me, right? Mm-hmm. Nah. I started my job in 2000. I came as a Bucks fan. I just was losing time in my mind because it wasn't, you know, you don't never sit there always determine, you know, what it is. But I was watching something about him the other day. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has been competing his whole 
career until he became that guy completely. Now, now, and he can name all the quarterbacks that was drafted before him in the draft. Mm -hmm. All the quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. He didn't get drafted to the sixth round. He was picked 199, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, even in Michigan, because he mm -hmm. played for Michigan. Absolutely. He was sharing. He came in. He was. He had to fight to get the, the, the spot. He was actually like the sixth or seventh quarterback on the team or something like that. Like, he literally had to fight his way. And then before you know, he was the guy. But then even after the season, he led him to 10-6 and, okay. and all that. It was a quarterback. I can't think of his name. That came. He was from Illinois. Mm -hmm. He was like the proud, pride of joy of Illinois. Mm -hmm. He came in as a freshman. Right. Time was a junior. Right. And they like, why would he have to battle, still have to battle for this spot? Right. After everything he did. Mm -hmm. So they brung him in and going back and forth, whatever. They was down maybe like four touchdowns or something. Mm -hmm. So they put Brady in. Brady brung him back, being, being Brady. Mm -hmm. And he kept the job, for, you know, for then. Even with all of that, when he did the combine, combine he was one of the slowest quarterbacks there. Mm -hmm. Ain't had good footwork, right. all this stuff. So when New England actually drafted him, he still was was just a backup for Drew Bledsoe, as we all know this part. Mm -hmm. But when he seen um, Robert Kraft, he walked up to him and said, how you doing, Robert Kraft? I'm Tom Brady, Mr. Kraft. I'm the guy you drafted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He said, I know who you are. He said, I know who you are. He said, and I'm here to tell you, I'm going to be the best decision you ever made. Bro, he wasn't even, he didn't even get in the game yet. Mm -hmm. Told his realtor. Yeah. Before he even got on the team, yeah, I want to buy a house here in New England. He was like, you got to make the team for, I ain't worried about that. I'm going to make the team. That's right. Now he's known as what? The GOAT. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, but. You just told, and that was a great example, bro. He's known as the goat, right? That was a, that was a great. And that, I mean, I know some people going, you know, that's debatable. But I ain't, I'm not getting involved with all of that. But you know, whoever you feel is, I mean, it is what it is. The man has and, and quite a few accomplishments. And, and just to say, before you get to your point, real quick, mm -hmm. the other person that they usually argue about him being does them him being the goat uh -huh. actually was his favorite player. I never knew that Joe Montana was his favorite player. Yeah. Joe Montana's yeah. favorite, and he grew, and and they kind of was hurt that the 49ers didn't draft him, and they yeah. draft, and the quarterback that they draft, he ain't last at all. Yeah. Go ahead with your point. I'm yeah. sorry, I just nah, want to say that. Nah, nah, it's all good. Nah, I mean it's a great point that you was making with Tom. He's a great example. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that competitive spark, like you said, to have the the moxie or whatever you want to refer to it as, to go to the actual owner of the team and say, "I'm gonna be the best decision that you ever made." Best decision you ever made. You know. That's because he already knew coming into that dynamic, there was a ton of quarterbacks that was drafted before me. Right. Okay. I know what place. Exactly, yeah. Okay. I think Chad Pennington might have been like the main one. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, whoever the people were that was yeah. that was picked in front of him. Mm -hmm. Um they had turned around. He he understood that he wanted to make sure that it was known very early on. It ain't it ain't where you start, it's where you finish. Exactly. And so that competitive spark that was in him. It was always in him, but it was always challenged until he got to the point where he understood that he was going to have to show his greatness. Right. And, you know, you can even ask him probably at this day and age that he didn't know, you know, what his level of success was going to be. I mean, he's clearly a person that you can see is totally uncomfortable with losing. Right. 
So I'm going to go out on the limb and say that he's always had it in his mind that winning was the only option. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, the spark that's inside of you is fed by num- numerous different things, right? Sometimes you don't necessarily have to be in the company of people who are better than you in certain dynamics. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to be in a room full of people that sharks. And you got to look at it and say, I don't want to be devoured. Because there's some things in life we already know, bro, it's eat or be eaten. Sometimes you don't have to turn around and develop that mindset that you want to eat somebody. You just have to develop a way how to, you know, they say how to survive in a pool of sharks. Right. So the competitive nature in that is to not only stay alive, but to thrive in that dynamic. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, the the, the concept of, of what Tom Brady went through is, is just a true life testament on why you need to find that spark, make sure you hold on to it, and, and allow it to energize you to be able to be what you want to be. You got to keep that light because a spark is a spark. That's how you, first of all, you got to spark a match. Or spark your lighter, whatever to do, yeah. to light a candle, yeah, to keep the flame going, yeah. So you got to keep that flame glowing. You yeah. got to keep that flame not just going, but glowing. Yeah, like I, I didn't mean to say it at the time, right, right. But you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. You so, gotta, you gotta do so that. basically, it all boils down to what, we, what we're talking about is whatever. You know what I mean? Is used to give you that competitive spark, to give you that motivation. Mm-hmm. Find it. Now, don't go do no demonic dumb shit. Y'all got to go choke by seven people. That give me yeah. spark. Nah, we ain't saying that. <laughs> and don't let your competitive spark get your ass knocked out of yeah. that too. Yeah. You know, you you know, you know, sit yeah. there and you get psyched up and you start shadow boxing in the room. Yeah. And then you think that you can go into, you know, a, a boxing gym and just jump in the ring. You get your ass whooped. Right. I'm going to tell you. Right. So, you know, don't, don't be foolish. Mm-hmm. Allow the spark to ignite that, that will to do. But don't get done in the process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it split. You know, because you think you got a couple dollars. It's got, <laughs> it's got you know, one song episode, man. <laughs> now, we, we, remember, we listen, we listen, people. Me, you know, me and Pete was talking off air, offline, however you want to say it, while we wasn't recording. What is it about, you know, <laughs> our generation? No matter what race you are or whatever, every now and then you just bust out with a song. I you know what? And it be something you made up. Like whenever you hear us, whenever you hear us say, I got a couple dollars. Whenever you hear that. This should make you check your pocket. Right, right. right. Like, do I, I want y'all to know me and P was playing golf two K twenty one. Yeah. Video games. We told you we've been back on our video games and it's been <laughs> magical in Absolutely. our life. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> Peace sink the putt. Mm-hmm. And out the blue, I heard him say, I got a couple dollars. I'm like, what, what is that? that is, I don't know. I said, no, I like He that. wants to talk about that because. Uh, yeah, he, he beat me. Yeah, I've been, I've been on the streak for a while with that. He doesn't even play me anymore. Yeah, that, that, you know, you beat me like two games, man. Come yeah, on. he was talking crazy when I had to play with the little made-up computer guy, Danny Dimes or whatever. No, nah, I was calling him, him uh, Jack, Johnny Dime, Jackie Dime or something. I was calling him. Doesn't matter. Let's yeah. stay on topic. Yeah. So. Because you got a couple dollars. <laughs> no, but but you know what? This The competitive spark, like we're talking about, is it's already there. It's, it's funny because different things make it, like, yeah. like ignite it. And, like, and I was going to ask you a question off that, but finish, finish saying. My question is this, um, and I know I'm sitting here joking about the songs and all that. Nah, nah, but go ahead. But 
Do you got a song that that you hear for some reason it it gives you that competitive feel like I'm ready to I'm ready to beat the world right now. You got any song that's like that to come to mind? You know what? Um I can't think I, I want to say is the brother named Mike Knox? Mike Knox, what song is it? Back block. I can't even know about that. He's this young boy joint? New? Uh, nah, I ain't I ain't gonna say, I mean, you know, it ain't that new. I mean it's it's Mike yeah, it's, 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 it's it's like, I want I, hopefully I'm saying the right name if I'm not my bad brother. Yeah. But the name of the joint is Back Block. That's that one. Yeah. Now, now, I want to shoot this your way because I'm really interested. Like, all right, let's talk about competitive spark within a relationship. I mean, I mean, between you know, a man and a woman, or you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm talking about a a a. What is it? Romantic relationship situation. All okay. right. Let's talk about that. Right. So do you think that it is okay that if you're in a relationship that there's competition between you or, you know, the two the two that's involved in the relationship? Long as it don't go as far as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Long as it don't go that far. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. If you don't allow it to destroy you. Right. I'm going to go into detail. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unpack that or what I mean. Some people get into a competitive nature in the streets and the neighborhoods and the things they do, do for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And it often ends up to dislike. I'm not even going to say death. Just just not dislike, cut a person off, they're not dealing with that person, whatever. Right. But if you ever pay attention to like, we're the ultimate competition at the competition that we watch, the NFL, the NBA, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, boxing. Mm-hmm. They understand that that's their job and it's a sport, even though they want to win. Right. They right. get that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, George go, he beat Barkley all the time, then they go play golf. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get that. I get, I get so, it from the sports perspective. So, so but, what I'm, but what I'm saying is, right. as long as the relationship uh-huh. Can keep it the mentality of a sports player, okay. because some people can get so competitive. Like I said, first in the streets where it ends stuff, mm-hmm. and in the sports it doesn't end things. Okay, to the point whereas, long as it ain't gonna end your relationship, it's fine. Because whenever whenever you're at a competitive state, mm-hmm. you're doing your best. Yeah, that's 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 why I think that you're doing honestly, your best. It's it's to me. I'm not saying. All right, don't get me wrong, y'all. Anybody who's listening and watching, I'm not saying to go and compete, you yeah. know, in your relationship. I'm not. If that's not something that exists there and you have success, by all means, stick to the script of what's been working. Right. My question, the reason why I asked you that is, is that in, in, in relationships, a lot of times what I see is, is that we're supposed to be representation of, of each other. Right. Right. So right. if I am a person who is a go-getter. Right. Driven, right. you know, very passionate about the things that I do. Right. You would anticipate those in my, you know, in my household or at least in my relationship. Right. Between me and my significant other would be on one accord. Now, personality traits are different, so it may be exactly. showed a little bit differently. Right. But, like, there's a difference. Like, I'm the type of person I can describe myself very easily, right? If my wife presents something to me. Right. 
whether I am fully engaged or understand exactly what she's out to to accomplish. Uh huh. We're going to be back to back regardless. I, I, I tell her all the time, I don't care if we got to fight a pack of bears, a pack of wolves. I'm with it with you. That's it. Right? Now, it may be the same way, vice versa. That's it. Right? In that situation, as long as it always stay like that, yeah. Right. Now, sometimes what happens is, is that because with every competition, whether you're talking about relationship-wise or you're talking about sports-wise or you're talking about business-wise, there is a prize. Right. There's a prize. Right. Now, in different realms of that situation with your competitive sport, the prize differs. Okay. Right? Now, if you're in a relationship and there's a person that you would say is better at controlling finances. Right. It takes that person that's actually managing them at a better at a, at a better clip, so to speak, or a better, you know what I mean, better way, mm-hmm. to be able to present that to the person who needs help, that I need you to become better at this. Absolutely. Not not for you to stand by and watch me do or manage the, this situation. I need you to become better because guess what? If I challenge you and, 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 and poke at the competitive spark inside of you to be better, we can be tremendous in terms of our strength, and we're not competing against each other. I just want to say this, and I'm mad enough to, to say this live on the air. God is real. Absolutely. He just spoke to me through you. I'm not going to go into detail. Right. We talk about that off air and offline. Right. But I got it. I got it. You're absolutely right, bro. You know you're I mean? absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. And because I'm I'm saying this because not just because of what I just said. You just you clear you clarify what I said about how Regardless of what goes on, y'all gonna be back to back fighting a pack of bears, wolves, whatever. Regardless, as long as that's long as that's always there, and so yes, the competitive spark. Because I was gonna, I'm gonna tell you where I was gonna go with it. I was gonna go with as long as couples remember. Because I remember I said this to you before. You know, sometimes when it's you against, because I've been in competitive situations and relationships where it's you. Against against your, your your partner, and your partner gets so deep to compete against you that it's like f you. Like I'm I'm, I'm trying to knock you off your dean completely mm-hmm. to the point where I don't care if I embarrass you. And it's like wait wait wait, mm-hmm. it's still supposed to be me and you versus everybody. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because even on a team in a team sport. In practice, they compete against each other. So you're always in practice because technically in practice, you're getting ready for the game. That's right. For the game plan. Right. The green print. Right. The business plan. That's right. For the power couple. That's right. You got to say what I'm saying? You can't be a power couple without the competition. Right. So I agree with it, but you just spoke to me on something that I see. Okay, I got it. Um, and something with me is... As competitive as I, as I am, mm-hmm. I don't like to keep a scorecard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? right? But mm-hmm. I'm almost like... Uh, LeBron, before he had the conversation with D-Wayne, D-Wade, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He wanted <laughs> D-Wayne. 
D D D D Wayne. That shit sound crazy. I knew you talking about, but that was just funny. Guess what though? We talking about people who got a couple dollars, but still, make it magical. Magic. Don't do your thing. The funny magician. That's why I left my water up. Yeah, put my water on the side. Put it on the side, right there. Thanks. Yeah, that that don't pour it out. Don't pour it out. Listen. So, so <laughs> but yes, as long as both people can understand that they're yeah. always on the same team. Yeah. You was gonna you know? say something about Wade and, and LeBron's no, 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 conversation. No, no. LeBron, he me and you had this conversation. LeBron wanted everybody to like him. Absolutely. Now I'm not saying I want everybody because I don't care about everybody liking me. Right. But I want it's my, not gonna happen anyway. I want everybody on my team to like me. Right. But everybody ain't gonna like you but, anyway. Right, right. Until now. Right. You know, in a long time, I didn't have a team. Now I do. Right. I have a teammate. Right. That understands that we're... And even times when they would come at me, I'm like, yo, I'm not coming at you. We on the same team. I would always say that. But that was just their way of being able to tell me, or I need... I know we on the same team. Right. My man, I need you to step up right here. That's 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 why I say like. But you're talking about twenty five years versus three and a half. I gotta catch. I had to catch on. But God yeah. just spoke to you through me. Well, I'm I mean glad, through you. I'm, I'm glad that worked out that way. But but like you say, like so. Just to reiterate on that conversation that me and you were having about when LeBron and and and, and D Wade had this conversation. One of the things that I, from what I understand that was said was is that Wade kind of expressed in some kind of conversation interview or someone with somebody that, you know, LeBron wants to be pretty much liked by everyone. Right. Right? He wants to be the hero. He wants to be the good guy. He's never wanted to play the villain role. Right. Even though physically he's always been a specimen, somebody who can kind of go in there and do what he wants, do what he want to do and control the game and things like that. So when it came down to the clutch time of the game, the end of the game when somebody needed to take a shot, he often was known as the guy who had all the ability, this big guy strong and do all these things, but would pass the ball. So they kind of tried to create a false narrative that he wanted to pass the responsibility. He couldn't handle if he missed the shot yeah. and not being viewed as the hero. Right. So what Wade told him, and also in a sense, from what I understand, that's also looking like the villain to the other guys. Wade explained to him and said, listen, bro, if that's the case and you want to win championships, I'll be the villain. Yeah. See, I'm the one that's willing to put the ice, you know, put 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 to push the uh the knife through. I'm the yeah. one that's ready, ready to take the kill shot. So if you need a villain, you can be the hero. I'll play the villain and don't worry about it. Right. From that point on, the LeBron that you see now he became the villain. Became the villain, became, mm -hmm. you know, very comfortable in a sense mm -hmm. of being able to say, we might be cool, Chris Paul. We might be cool, Melo, but tonight, you're the opposition. Right. And after this game, we can go hang out and do what we need to do. Right. But we're going to go out here and we're going to compete because that's the competitive nature of that's, and, and, and to bring that to, it was um, Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, Agent Zero. Right. Agent Zero was on a show. He was on. He was on Shannon Sharp. Mm -hmm. Shannon Sharp. You know he do his podcast and everything, outside of his. You know him with him and Skip. Right? Yeah. So he was. In, he was talking to Gilbert Arenas. Right. And Gilbert Arenas was talking about how I think they used to go to LeBron's house or go and play cards and do all this type of stuff. You know, 
just, you know, yeah, just, just kicking chilling. or whatever. Yeah, just kicking it or whatever. And it was, I can't think of the dude's name. He was playing for Cleveland. And I guess he was saucy in the cards or whatever they was playing. He was saucy. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Saucy Biombo. Like, you know, Ragu. Ragu. Yeah. yeah. He's Ragu. <laughs> Bowling baskets. Shot That's right version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Wow. <laughs> right? Good as hell, though. Yeah. Good as hell. Yeah. All right. So okay. he was saucy in mm-hmm. the cards. Mm-hmm. So then when Agent Zero on them at the time, he was on the Wizards, right? Okay. He did play for the Wizards. Yeah, yes. but I think it's when he was on the Wizards. Okay. Uh, I think they might have been up one or the game was tied, whatever. Okay. Cleveland playing, they called time. I went to the sideline. Right. I think the game was tied. LeBron went over to said, I would just call him bowling basket. Okay. Put bowling basket in the game. Right? Sub in, ragu. Ragu. <laughs> they subbed him in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get in there. Come in, right? Mm-hmm. He was, what is ragu getting in the game for? Mm-hmm. Ron did a move, kicked it out. Ragu, bang, gang winner. Gilbert Arenas looked at him and said, you did that because of what happened to your house. LeBron looked at him like this. (laughs) He might have been saucy with the card. Right, but I'm going to show you when it was time to perform, he was ready to do it. So even when people used to think LeBron wanted everybody to like him, yeah. He wanted everybody to be he because think about it. Right. What player? Because we're talking about competition. Because mm-hmm. competitive sport. Mm-hmm. What player makes everybody better around him? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, you know what happens? Right. Okay. You remember back when he was in high school, right? Right. All right. So dominance was something he was accustomed to very early on in his life. Dropped fifty-two career high in high school in Trenton, New Jersey. Right. Remember he was at the game. Right. Dominance. It's something he's been in. He's, he, he's already kind of claimed that. Mm-hmm. He knew he was bigger than everybody else. He's stronger, you know, like all of those things. Like, so you have to create your own challenges. Like mm-hmm. when you when you deal with dominance, right? Like with Shaq, you know, Shaq knew he dominated in the paint like that. Right. I'm not, you know, trying to get into a basketball. And he said he's the most situation. dominant player ever, right. and I really agree with a lot with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Dominance, once you accomplish that and you conquer that and you, in your mind, feel like you're the best at it, your challenges come in different forms. Right. And so, like, going back to the situation with the relationships and why or how it can be healthy and how it can also be, you know, a negative. Right. Um, it can be a healthy situation when it encourages a person to identify with the weakness and make a correction to become stronger. Right. It can hurt you when you beat a person down so much. Mm-hmm that they don't understand that they need to make those adjustments in order to be able to be a better teammate. Right. And see, that's the difference. Two MVP, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you go from playing something individually. You're man. You're you talking to me. You know, individually. And you both were, were stars, you know, or <laughs> star free agents, right? And now you guys got to play together on the same team, just kind of using that as, as an example since we're talking about, you know, the sports. They on the same team now. You guys have to learn how to play together, right? Now you you know your strengths. Like for instance, a person you know you you a guard and you know you getting ready to get a dominant big man. Now this big man is 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 nasty. He kills. He does everything he needs to do. Protects the paint. Does all those things, right? Here's your first opportunity to play with a true big that's dominant. Right. This big this dominant big. He's looking like I finally get somebody who can get me to rock. 
right. point guard that could put me in position to be able to do great things. Right. Y'all get together. Y'all both recognize each other's strengths. Reason why Zoe left the Hornets. But right. But the challenge becomes, how do we mesh these two strengths together? And sometimes in the develop of that superpower, you right. find yourself where you're competing against each other when now you're teammates. You don't have to compete against each other. No. You need to find a way to make that work so you can compete against the world. Right. And that's why competition to me. Competitive is spark is important. Competitive spark and it's healthy in relationships right. as well. Right. It's very much so. It's it's healthy in relationship. I just feel like it's healthy for the simple fact of when you're competing mm-hmm. for something that you really want, mm-hmm. you're going to go as hard as you can. You're going to do better. It's, it, it's really just that simple. You're going to do better mm-hmm. when you're competing. Mm-hmm. That's just it's just how it is, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you could be someplace, wow. and you could be sitting there, and you could be at a program or something for your kids. Mm-hmm. They call another person's name, another another person's child name, and their parent goes, "They go, my son Merlin." They don't even say nothing. They just, they just clap, right? They clap. So they call two more names after that, and you just watch. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Right. Every name they call from that point on, you're watching and you're building. The anticipation is building yeah. for them to get to your child's name. Right. And you done convince yourself when they say my baby name, my baby name, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna jump up. I'm yeah. a hot because at this point, yeah, you're proud of your child. Yeah, but you know who you competing against right now? Ugh. That other guy that was over there clapping, just yeah. clapping for yeah. his. Yeah, I'm gonna be louder. I'm yeah. gonna make more noise. I don't care if this shit embarrasses my child. Right, but I'm going to do it. See, the competitive side of this is always in this that's, anyway. That's just like when I went to my kids' basketball game, right? Right. When she, the oldest, when she played basketball. Right. She was playing, you know. And I know how nonchalant she is. And mm-hmm. she liked to be, mm-hmm. you know, don't put all that attention on me. So I'm mm. like, yeah, oh, good job. Oh, yeah, I'm clapping. <sighs> Not a little sister. Oh, no. Let's go. Yay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Like, yeah. And I know yeah. she over there like, I'm one of my sisters yeah. to shut up. But she don't care. Yeah. Because cause she going to say, listen, yeah. nah, fuck that. I'm here for her. She going to know I'm here, and that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro. That's what it is. You ever look at it? All right, check this out. Look at the competitiveness, the, the difference in between the two competitions, right? How the competitive aspect of things work. When you look at when you argue with your significant other, yeah, it's so much more passionate and it, it, it impacts you so much differently. It can sting you different. You can argue with a person that you just like work with. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could be like, "Cause that really, that, I don't care about that shit, yeah, bro." That's why every up. time. But them, them, them passionate. Yeah. You know that passionate competition, like, yeah. damn, you know we could have been there, we could have did that, we, you know, we was half stepping, we ain't put all our energy into it. Right. That shit cut different. But it's vital because I'm telling you, if you master it, yeah. Oh man, power couple, bro. Yeah, power couple. If nothing else, Mister Mrs. Smith. If <laughs> if nothing else, it prepares you for challenges in life that would just basically just consume a person. If you look at most of the time, well, I can say if I look at most of the times in life when I went through my greatest challenges. 
Right. Is when my wife shine the brightest. Right. She's always shine. Yeah. But she shine the brightest. Yeah. yeah. It's as if to let me know whether I'm content, happy with this situation, sad or upset. Right. But one thing I'm not going to be is not supportive. So yeah. if you fighting it, we fight. We fighting it. Yeah. And we'll figure the rest yeah. of everything else out. And that's so the that's the key. That's why it's necessary. That's the key, man. It's it's just like even in that moment of competition and understanding, just let just just let that person know that it's still a we thing. Right. That's all you gotta do. Right. When you when when somebody's fighting first of all, when somebody's competing competing with something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're already fighting with the fact of, am I good enough? Right. Okay. Okay, very good point. Right? Very Am good I good point. enough? Very good point. And then, when you have your significant other, if they they think they're beating, they think they're motivating you, but their way of doing it is beating it down, beating you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be simple, simple as, listen, I love you. Mm-hmm. I, I I know you better than this. Mm-hmm. I know you better than this. Right mm-hmm. now, you getting your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I need you to step up. Mm-hmm. But if you in there, man, you sorry your shit, man. Get out of here. Like, like such and such did better. It's like, wait a minute. That's not, that's, I know with me, and I'm not, that's not going to help me. No. That's not going to, that's, no. that's, that's going, no. that might make me leave you alone. Because everybody needs that cheerleader. No, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. And for a man, mm-hmm. his woman is his biggest cheerleader. She should be. Absolutely. Some women feel like, Nah, I'm not going. I'm not because if I think if I ride his jock too much and I get on that and 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 stroke his ego too much, he ain't he he gonna think he got it all. No, 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 no. Right. It's a way that you do a person's strength. Like, all right, for example, you watch the show All American. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, I have. I'm not caught up, all but right. I have watched. So it's yeah. just one particular just part. Mm-hmm. They had they had two the two of the high school quarterbacks battling for a spot. Mm-hmm. So when the quarterback won the spot, came in, right, said, um, "Thanks, coach." It was like, "Yeah, you proved your point. This should be your job, right?" But you got a lot to work on, right? You know, you, you, you ain't turning your hip, you ain't stepping into the thing. Your right. footwork Critique is off. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it was like, by all due, by all due respect, did I do anything right? Yeah, <laughs> you made the right decisions. You did timing, this and this and that. You know what I mean? And most importantly, I put you under pressure because you were the starting quarterback. I put you under pressure, and you answered to it. Mm-hmm. You res- you responded to pressure. Mm-hmm. I need you to not be so comfortable in your spot. Huh. I need you to play every day <laughs> like it's your last day. So what they did was mm. tell them what they worked on, but also told them where they're great at. That's right. And that's a part that a lot of people leave out. Because, see, mm-hmm. here's the thing. You got people like myself. I'm going to hear all the good stuff you say. But the one bad thing you say about me. That's right. I'm going to work on that. Because here's, here's, this is what I do as a DJ a lot of times. I'm sitting there. I'm rocking. Playing my music. Doing what I'm doing. People come, hey, yeah, you know. Ladies, they give you a hug. Hey, man, you going and you doing your thing. Yeah, and I'm rocking. And then I sit back. And I look and I say. Because you learn this. Everybody's not a dancer. You got some people ain't gonna never dance. You got some people that seat boppers, right? Right. So 
I'm looking, and I say, this one person ain't showing no emotion. Right. Because music is one thing that shows all the emotion. Oh, yeah. Shows everybody's emotion. Oh, yeah. I said, yo, I got to get that person. So now, because I'm not seeing no energy from them, mm -hmm. I don't know what they're into. So now I take the fishing pole. Don't work more. Now I'm beating them. Mm. You know what I mean? I laugh because they're going and I'm rocking. And I'm going and I'm rocking. And then all of a sudden you see, you see them move like this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Still playing the music, switch up this and that. Then the first thing happened. Head start going like this. Right? Head start going like head start going like this. Then the next thing that happens. Right? Mm-hmm. Foot start bouncing. Uh-uh. So now when I see him, then I start seeing him. I won. Whether they get up or not. I like that. Because that one person ain't moved. Yeah. And guess what's all guess what always kill me every single time with those parties? What's that? That'd be the one I asked for my business card. Because I was doing a, one time I was doing something with an old folks home. Mm -hmm. Christmas party. But everybody believes that when you do a Christmas party, all they want to hear is Christmas music. Not true. You've been to your holiday parties at, Absolutely. at your job. But it's, it's a different thing. It was a different thing. But this was at a senior citizen's home. Okay. Right? And everybody, ah, are you a DJ at a party since then? Because they, they, they had to check. They like they gotta celebrate Christmas too. They had to check. Yeah, that, that's usually pretty. Yeah, good <laughs> pretty reason. good reason, right? Yeah. So anyway, mm -hmm. this one lady, mm. she's sitting there, and the whole time she like this, mean mugging, screw face, right? And I'm like, my target. Mm -hmm. Only thing about this lady, she never bopped. She never danced. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you this, at the end of the night, when I was done, she came over to me. She said, sir, I was having a bad day. But the music that you played just really warmed my heart. It gave me so many memories. Thank you. And gave me a hug. That blew my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That blew my mind. I can imagine. Because that competitive sport. I was trying just to crack us, get a smile out of the lady. Never got a smile out the lady. Mm -hmm. Never got a bop. Never. I said, so guess what I said? Mm. I lost. Hmm. But guess what? Mm -mm -mm. She ended up being my greatest victory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. I say all that to say, even in all this competitive sport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Winning is the only option. Right. But right. we never lose. Because losing is the lesson. So even when I lose, right. I win. I win, exactly. No, no. That's no. it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's why I say, man, you know. That's it. Identify with those things inside of you, man. Don't don't ignore those feelings. Mm-hmm. 
you know, sometimes we, we make things questionable because of the fact that we can't see how. Right. You know, we can't see the full scope of what it's going to turn into. Right. And that's why I always say when you combine matters of the heart with that spark of, you know, competition, you know, that's when you get into those heated debates and those heated arguments. Right. You generally are addressing something that you need to address because one way or the other, you need to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and make some sort of adjustment to it. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things, man, that I would say just for myself, because I can, you know, like I said, speak on my own behalf, that I think that I was blessed for so long for it to work in a certain way. Right. That I'm at the point now where in my life I realized just how blessed and fortunate I was right. the entire time. Right. Um, you know. A lot of things that that I kind of went back and forth with with myself was only me challenging myself. Because I, I was about to say this. I was going to say this one thing. Because you know what your biggest competition is, right? Yourself. Yourself, yeah. just Yourself. Yeah, you know. And, and, and once you kind of conquer that and kind of realize that, that's like sometimes it'll come off like there's an arrogance. You know, there's a, like I told you before, whether you're talking about Tom Brady you know, God rest his soul, may rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, or mm-hmm. amongst a bunch of others. You know, people may not have, you know, like their, how can I say, their, their demeanor, their demeanor, style. Yeah. if you want to call it arrogance or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But once again, they respect results. They respect results. And results are, you know, what people, you know, kind of tend to go by. So yeah. They were born with their spark. I remember Jokers was laughing and making a joke about Kobe after Chris Childs had, you know, jumped on him that one game or whatever after they had their little back and forth. It wasn't yeah. crazy, crazy, but, you know, yeah. they were saying that Childs got the best of him, and now, you know. Kobe was still a high school young right. boy at the yeah, time. Yeah, still learning, you know what I mean? The next time you seen Kobe on a commercial, he was training, he was boxing and the thing and everything. Yeah. You know. The point in that situation is, is that when he thought that you thought it was a weakness or a flaw in him, he wanted you to see I'm working on. First of all, here's the funny thing. You know, I just learned this the other day. Watching a 30, 30, 30 for thirty called Soul Man. Okay. But it's Soul spelled S O L E. For a sneaker soul. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kobe actually pulled off the ultimate hustle. Sit back and think about it. Kobe was nasty in college, right? I mean, high school, right? High school, high school. I say you the only one who got a videotape of Kobe in college. He was nasty in high school, right? But you want? I want you to remember something. Was I remember when he was in college. Was he the number one player in high school? I don't think he was. Nah. Right. That shit was fun. So they, 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 they. So they, they hustle. This is where the ultimate hustle came in. At. Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a it's a it's a, a guy named Sonny Vaccaro. Okay. Sonny was responsible for getting Michael Jordan to deal with Nike. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever really understood who Sonny was. Mm-hmm. You know, Phil Knight had him as a confidant to always help things out and help big make. You know, we all know Jordan made the Nike name big. Right. So then one day, they just fired Sonny. Mm-hmm. Right? Got rid of him or whatever. So Sonny felt some type of way. Now Adidas wanted to rock with Sonny. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he started rocking with Adidas, and he knew he had to make a big deal. But before, I'm skipping a, part, a big part of the story. 
why a lot of pay, players started thinking about going in at the high school and all that type of stuff, and it's because Sonny started holding basketball camps and started helping certain colleges and honestly, honestly high schools become Nike schools. So, like, if you bought for Studebaker High and it's oh. a Nike school, okay, I don't care if you're the 11th man. You're going to have on Nikes. You're going to have on all that. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you start getting them kids to the Nike school, start getting them to the camps. Mm -hmm. And now he can promise, he started getting high school players deals or get you in the realm of thinking about getting a deal as a high school student. Mm -hmm. Why would you go to college? You okay. would skip right over it. So okay. that's messing with the game somewhat. Okay. On top of that, he was also helping college coaches make money. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Because they're getting a student to come to, they're coming to the camps to see the great kids. They're getting the kid to come there. Nike's already been get, putting sneakers on this kid. Okay. So it's making everything. So eventually he got, they got rid of him. So with Kobe, they knew his dad. Okay, Jelly Bean. They knew Jelly Bean. Right. Jelly Bean made the statement, Kobe's thinking about trying to go to the NBA. Uh-huh. So Kobe turned around. They started. They moved to New York. I forgot what Sonny and them was from. Him, but moved to New York to come to Philly often to see Kobe play. So it didn't look suspicious in a sense. Okay. Right? Uh -huh. They end up getting Kobe a workout with the Lakers. Jerry West shut the whole workout down. He is who you say he is. I don't want nobody else to see him. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, when all those, it, it felt perfect. When all those picks was happening, mm -hmm. and they got the 13, and they picked Kobe Bryant, because they was worried about the Nets picking Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. They didn't want him to go to the Nets so bad that they created a rumor. Remember when Kobe was in high school, they were saying he may go play basketball in Italy? He, they were saying he may go past, yeah. Okay. He was never going. Okay. They didn't want, the Nets were scared if they drafted him, he was going to go to Italy and they would have lost. Because he didn't have, just because you draft him doesn't mean he has to sign. Right. He wound up getting drafted by Charlotte. They already knew they was going to trade Vladdy Divac for Kobe Bryant because that's what happened. That's how he ended up on the lake because he got drafted by Charlotte. Right. And the moment they did that, Adidas gave him a deal for millions. So the the sneaker people, Who's is actually who set up him lining up his career like that? Same thing happened with LeBron. LeBron would have been signed to Adidas. Sonny Vaccaro told him, "Your number is a hundred million." When he when they when he had the envelope, he never looked in the envelope but opened the envelope. Adidas didn't have a hundred million for LeBron. They had like sixty. Nike gave him ninety. He went to Nike. Once you take that deal, you can't go to college. Right. So that's competitive. The competitive nature in that is. Uh the competitive nature was between Adidas and Nike okay. to the point that I'm saying this was wrong. We'll, 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 we'll knock the whole college game out because we can make a deal with a high school student, but we can't make a deal with a college student. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Right? And then I forgot my point. 
Like, I love you, man. I do, bro. But I didn't know where that shit was going. I don't know where I was going with it either. Listen, y'all. Listen. Sometimes, like, listen. I know what it is. I know what it is. I can explain it, in my opinion. I was getting ready to go somewhere. You fucked me up. No, I didn't. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, too. you did. No, you didn't. No, yeah, well, no. I, I can no, say you, you did. You were talking about a very good 30 for 30, you saw. And it was yeah, on your mind. What was the and competitive wanted... nature at it, didn't it? I guess, I guess the competitive side, from what I understand, from what you was explaining about the whole creating a, you know, uh, false rumor about you know him going someplace and with the objective being. No, 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 no. What it was is, that's what I'm saying is, that was create. Okay, that was created to help Kobe get to the NBA. Okay. Right, for him to under to for him to compete. To be in the, even in the realm to be able to compete, that he was better than than the, the first twelve college students that got drafted. That's where I was trying to go. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was trying to go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, listen, man. Before we wrap up the show, that shit was crazy. I'm like, shh, is, shh, don't do me like that. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, this is the porch podcast, man. Let them know. Let them know where they can hit, where they can find us at. Since I'm, <laughs> since I'm All fucking right, up, you can find us. <laughs> On YouTube, as you can see on the screen right there, obviously, if you can't see it, it's The Porch, D-A, Porch Podcast on YouTube. You can also listen to us on your favorite podcast at Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Radio Public. Uh, you can also hear us on Spotify, Overcast, yeah, Google. I believe it's even Google Podcasts as well. I'm yeah. not sure. I believe so. What's whoa? What's, yeah, I, at this point, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on. He got us all confused. Listen, y'all, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week to the Porch Podcast. As always, yeah, which this episode has been uh, it's been a doozy. It's been fun. It's been fun. Right, like I said, man, competitive spark. Right, you know what I mean. Get into it, y'all. Hey, thanks for thanks for watching. Man, we as out, man. Listen, Pisa right, Android guy. I'm an iPhone guy. Competitive, competitive. Yeah, competitive spark. Competitive spark. All right, y'all. <laughs>